All right, we're live. Um, Florida State picks up a big win. Um, game's not even over yet, and we're picking up a big win. Do me a favor and hit the share button. We're starting a little bit early tonight. Um, FSU beats Syracuse. Game's still going, but we're going to talk about it. As it winds down, um, Florida State gets a big win to get to 7-3. and three. Up 38-3 to three right now in the fourth quarter. Um, want to get you guys' thoughts. Want to hear what you guys have to say about the win, about the Knowles getting their first winning season since 2017. It's been a minute, but they do finally have it. A winning season. Do me a favor, hit the share button. We'll get started here in just a minute as the Knowles. Get to seven and three. The over-under in Vegas this year was six and a half. So congratulations to anybody that had the over. You made money tonight. Congratulations to anybody that had the Knowles going over six and a half. Because that's where they're at. Over six and a half. There's seven wins. They get to eight next week against Louisiana. And then you got a chance to get to nine against your rival at the end of the year. Which is interesting. They've outscored their last two opponents 83-6. to Giving up two field goals in back-to-back games. You'd really like to keep those field goals off the board, right? You don't like shutouts. That's a little bit of a joke. I'm being a little bit facetious there. But uh, the Knowles. Seven and three at a point where you'd say they're a good team. Are they a really good team? They're playing like one of the best 20 teams in the country right now, I'd say. Do me a favor, hit that share button in the bottom right-hand corner. If you're on YouTube, hit the share button, hit the thumbs up. Make sure you comment your thoughts there. We'll get going and we'll talk about what's going on. Mike really went for it up. 35 on 4th and 21. I like it. Beat teams down. Style point. Do style points matter at this point? I don't know if they matter or not. But uh, I do like beating the crap out of teams. I know that. Been a long time since we had... It's been a long time since we got to talk about should we be going for it on 4th down right now or not in a winning situation. Florida State throws a bomb on fourth and 21 while up 38 to three. Carter Carroll's from the Tallahassee Democrat says, honestly, hilarious. Guys, do me a favor, hit that share button if you're here on Twitter. If you're on the spaces, hit the share button. If you're on YouTube, hey, pour something. I got a midwinter night's dram. I don't know if you guys are whiskey folks or not, but we're going to pour something. To celebrate the win, put that right there on. Yeah, this is a this is an expensive pour. So, first winning season since 2017. Something to celebrate. Seven wins tonight. You're going to get to eight next week against a bad Louisiana team, and then you have everything you want right there in front of your rival to end the season. Couldn't have asked for the season to go. Honestly, if I'd have told you to start the year, if I'd have told you that Florida State was going to have a chance that the Florida game would decide whether they went eight or nine wins, I think you'd have been pretty thrilled about that. I don't think anybody would have complained about that. Maybe you would have. Maybe you were expecting 10 when Vegas had six and a half. But I think that you'd have been pretty thrilled with what you've seen tonight. Florida State had a chance tonight. I'll say this, and then we'll get people on here to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. But there was a chance tonight that Florida State came out and laid an egg. There was a chance that Florida State came out tonight and after a big win over a rival, just completely let down and completely blew it against a team that they were better than and should beat. But that didn't happen. Florida State came out and from the jump – They were superior. They were the better team. They were the team that dominated. 
and they came out with a huge victory. 38-3 to right now. There's about three minutes to go. We'll see if Syracuse can make something out of the last three minutes to make it a little bit more respectable. But either way, the Florida State Seminoles score 38, Syracuse 3. In dominating fashion, the Knolls pick up another big win. John, I'm going to bring you on. I think John won our Garnet and Gold hat the other night. So shout out, John. John, what did you think about the game tonight? Uh, I, uh, I, I mean, I thought that they did exactly what good teams do. Good teams do good – like, good teams win by a lot, man. I said – I came out the other day, and, I yeah, I said, like, I think our defense is a lot better than what people think when all of them are healthy. Man, they look healthy and they look good. I, I do think the I do think the Schrager was hurt, but I, I think the running back was healthy, man. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I think Schrader was hurt. I think that Florida State has gotten the benefit of getting to play three straight teams with quarterbacks with a little bit of injuries or a little bit of issues, but they've taken care of business with that, right? Like Florida State also had to play a game with a quarterback injured for more than a half. Florida State also had to play a game, uh, several games without their best couple of defensive linemen in. And so, yeah, no, I agree. I think Schrader was a little bit banged up, and uh, Florida State took advantage of that. But, yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's no doubt that th they were able to uh, get pretty fortunate game after game after game getting some banged up guys in there uh, at the quarterback position. No doubt. Uh, the big thing I do want to shout out, though, here is just Mike Norvell and the boosters and everybody is like they've been so patient throughout this whole thing. Like being real and even fans here, we've been patient with it, too. But like Mike Norvell is a good coach. Like, let's be real. He's a good coach. He's he's turning players into good players. Like the kicking situation earlier this season is kind of one to frown upon, but it's one that I'm going to draw back on. Like, Fitz looks like a good kicker again. Like, good coaches get the most out of their players. He's getting the most out of his players. And, I mean, that's before we get into the other stuff. I think he's a good recruiter, and I think he's killing it as an evaluator. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I think he's a good coach. I think he's fantastic schematically. I think he's great at motivating kids. I think he is phenomenal at getting kids kids up for games and teams up for games i do think he has work to go when it comes to recruiting like i, I don't want to be super negative on here i'm not you know i want to keep this a pretty positive space i do think he can get better recruiting i think he can fill out this staff a little bit better to improve as well so so here, here i'll keep it positive with you and i'm gonna argue with you a little bit because like that I, I agree with you about everything but the recruiter being a good recruiter is more than just the stars, man. It's an evaluation process. His evaluations have been so spot on. Like, name a player he's really missed on that's been that bad. And I'll say I'll do it better because there's a couple, but like, he's hitting at the majority. You've got to admit it. You know you've got to. No, he's hitting on evaluations. I don't disagree with that. What I do disagree with, and I'm I'm fine arguing, and I'm fine kind of going back and forth on this point is. How much better would this team be right now with a Marvin Jones Jr. on it or with a Travis Hunter on it? You know what I'm saying? So, like, you can always get better, right? Like, where you missed, where you had deficiencies, where you had guys that just narrowly missed and went other places, you can improve. And so, I'm exactly. very – That's where you vibe, man. Like, we're, we're getting the most out of guys, good guys. But if we, we – but great guys. But here's where I'm at is – I am ready to turn that good into absolutely great. And I think for Florida State to take that next step, like this year, I think we're going to win nine, 10 games. But for Florida State, Florida State to take that next step, I think they're going to have to recruit at that upper echelon level. I think they're going to have to be in that top 10 level to compete for national titles. I think we can compete for this nine, 10 wins right now. I think we're going to have to be just a bit better to, to really compete for it all, if that makes sense. I agree, uh, but I, I think like something with recruiting that we're seeing is just like all these guys closed up early. So like everybody keeps saying like look to next year, look to next year, and I do. I, I kind of tend to agree with it. And I mean like if y'all haven't looked at Chrome and Hook, like that kid is a borderline five star. Like you got to look at his stat lines. He's a freak, and he's gonna be he's the quarterback leading that class. It's gonna be a good class next year, provided. 
like we don't lose everybody and then just fall apart and vomit all over ourselves on the, or diarrhea down our pants next year on the field. But I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, look at this team. They look so good. It's dude. It's such a change. It is so awesome. These guys are so good. <laughs> no, I agree. I think that they're in a great position next year to absolutely have a special year when it comes to recruiting. And you've got to continue to win. You've got to continue to have juice with those guys in that 2024 class. But I agree. I think next year is undoubtedly a top 10 class for Norvell and company coming in. And you just can't squander that. But I think they're in good shape. I think they're in good position to go get that. It's on them to do it. Not me. I just record podcasts. But it's on them to finish it. Um, But, John, man, I appreciate your service. Veterans Day weekend. Appreciate you for coming in here and chatting with us, my man. Thank you. Go Knowles. Big win tonight. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks for all you do. Absolutely, buddy. Has the game gone final yet? I'm sitting in here in my office while you guys get to finish up and watch the game. 38-3 to up. Syracuse is a first and goal. It looks like at Florida State's two. So they might make it a tad more respectable. But we all uh, we all watched the game. We all know what was happening. Brian Kelly. Not the Brian Kelly that uh, is moving and shaking out there in – Baton Rouge, I saw them got a big win today at Arkansas, but uh, Florida State, Brian Kelly. Brian, how's it going, my man? I'm doing good. How are you, bud? Man, I'm good. Seven and three. I had the Knowles at seven and five this year, so they've already hit their expectations here. Um, final score, 38 to three. Knowles win. Jared Verse doing snow angels on the field. Um, that's fun. Guys, do me a favor. Hit the share button if you're in here listening. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that share button as well. Um, but Brian, how are you feeling, man? I'm feeling good after a win. Seven and three. That's where I had the Knowles at. Seven and five this year. They're at least getting to eight, and they might get to nine with a win over Florida. What do you think? Man, I, you know, I wasn't really that worried tonight. I, you know, I heard you talking earlier about kind of, you know, after beating Miami, coming into this game, kind of being – uh, lackadaisical and not showing up, but I, I don't think that's Mike Norvell, and I don't think that's this team and the way he coaches. I think the last time we saw that was Jack, what was it, Jackson State or Jacksonville State, whoever uh, last year. I don't think we'll ever see that again under Norvell. I think that uh, this is a team that comes to work every day and isn't going to let a team like a Syracuse who really doesn't have the talent um, to beat them. And uh, I'm excited, man. I hope we keep. I hope we re- retain the staff. You know, I worry about Atkins leaving, paying that man whatever he wants. I think at this particular time, uh, we got to give credit to Fuller, um, and the defense is doing nothing but improving. Bringing Robinson up, you know, to the line of scrimmage, blitzing, not worrying about getting scored on so much now. I feel like they're actually, you know, in playing zone in the in the back end of the defense. Um, we just look different, and. Um, regardless of if Schrader was hurt or not, we were winning this football game. Um, we, we were the better team. We were better coached. Um, and I'm excited uh, to play Florida. I want to see exactly um, if we can contain, uh, contain AR, and um, which I think we can, and I think we can beat him at home. Uh, but I think it's, a, it's not a must win, but it's a win that if we can win that game, I think recruiting will definitely take a next step without, you know, just just in general. Uh, I'm excited. Um, it's been a long time since we've been, been able to sit back and just watch a FSU game and think, huh, I wonder what other games are going on because it's kind of, you know, it, it, it's been a while. But um, the offensive line looks amazing. It's crazy. Big difference. How about this, Brian? How, how long has it been since back-to-back weeks this late in the season that you've been bored with FSU football in the second half? Right, like not bored in like a negative way, but bored in the way yeah, of like, like yeah. yeah, like it's like, well, the game's over at halftime. Who, you know, not who cares, but you're kind of flipping around and you're kind of seeing what's on this channel or what's on that channel, and you know what what's done is done, right? And so that's that's I different. Would say 2014, but we struggled. We won. No, games, it's been, we yeah. Always, it's, it's, it's it was 2013. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, hundred percent. So that's yeah, different. Even even after fourteen, I think fifteen, sixteen, we're still 
we still were watching to the end and you were still standing up in front of your TV. You weren't sitting down. So uh, it's been a while since yeah, it's been 2013. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. The the um, game has nine, been nine years. the game has been a little bit and I don't, you know, in a positive way again, but a little bit boring in the second half, and which not, is and great. Not just, and not just, <laughs> and not just beating like, uh, you know, um, Duke, or you know somebody even worse than that. We're actually beating legitimate football teams like Miami, yeah. Syracuse. They had they have athletes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, which is crazy to think about. So. How about this? Jimbo Fisher is three and seven after the Aggies dropped this week. They will not go bowling as they go three and seven tonight. And then Olds are seven and three. So it took a little bit of time. But uh, that's an interesting one, isn't it? That the Knolls are seven and three, and Jimbo is three and seven. What's interesting, really, about that is that uh, so Jimbo and them will pick up a win next week, I think, against a pretty bad opponent. But then they'll lose to um, LSU, I think, to end the year. So they're they're going four and eight, and the the Knolls' floor at this point is eight and four. And if they can beat Florida, obviously they'll go nine and three, and then you get a bowl game in there as well. So, um, kind of fun to watch Jimbo and them struggle as, as we uh, continue to climb. I guess is is what uh, the uh, the pun is, right? He, he keeps losing me money. I keep thinking there's no way Jimbo loses. <laughs> there's no way Jimbo. Quit quit betting on like, them, Brian. Come on, man. I mean, I'm just like he, you know, he can coach. He's not, you know, he's not terrible. But um, I keep thinking there's no way he keeps losing like in a row, and and I won't bet on bet on him again. That's for sure. It's crazy to think too. I, I mean, I, I actually think Norvell is probably a better, you know, and I don't know Jim, but, but I think he's probably character wise seems like a better better coach in my opinion. But um, you know, time will tell. But uh, yeah, it's crazy to see it kind of flip flopped, you know. Brian, are you drinking? Program direction. Are you drinking anything? You got anything in your cup tonight? No, man, I didn't drink anything. Typically, I drink Jefferson, man. If I'm gonna do bourbon, uh, but I didn't, I didn't sip on anything, man. I just sat back, put the kids to bed. I got four of them, and and just, you know, watch the game. Um, Better man than me. Sipping on nothing. Go pour <laughs> you some, man. You deserve it. All right, brother. I appreciate you having me, man. Have a good night, guys. Thanks, buddy. Go Knowles. Want to give a quick shout out to Salomon Digital Marketing. I just shot him a text so I can throw him up here in the top of the space, but I appreciate TJ and I appreciate what he does for our athletes. He works currently with AJ Duffy. And if TJ jumps in here, I'll throw him up in the top of the space, but give TJ Salomon. His Twitter handle is TJ, no space, TJ, S-A-L-O-M-O-N-E, TJ Salomon. Give them a follow or Salomon Digital Marketing which their handle is Salomon, S-A-L-O-M-O-N-E-D-M. Everything you do to support them and follow them and super follow TJ Salomon goes back to our athletes through NIL. Appreciate TJ and his support of FSU athletes. Let me go ahead and get Pete the Greek on here. Pete, the hurricane screwed us up, man. We were supposed to hang out this week. What's going on, brother? I know, brother. I know. When are you going back up this way? I'll probably be there in the next two weeks, so I'll definitely hit you up. Just buddy. hit me up, man. I will hit you up, and uh, hopefully we can break some bread. I'll tell you, it's uh, it's so nice to have a boring second half. <laughs> I love the boring second half, man. I hope they were playing yeah. hangman. Hope they were playing hangman on the sideline. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, so TJ, what do you say, um, goat, about? Uh, our DBs, man, they they actually looked a little better in that zone. I mean, he's got them playing pretty good. Um, our D our defense was hitting the ups, so I'm really loving that. Just looking good all the way around. I think we're still gonna need to hit the portal though, just to kind of balance it out. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I thought the defense played really, really well. I thought the secondary played well. Uh, I thought that. Um, you know, the – I mean, you look at Greedy got the pick. I thought Azarea played really, yeah. really well. I, I thought the DBs yeah. played really well. I think not to be – I'm not being negative here. Don't don't let me – but to put some context to it, I want to be a realist. 
I think that Schrader was really, really limited. And so when you knew yeah. that, that he couldn't run the ball, you were able to play him in a way that would play to your strengths in his, as an FSU defense. Let's let's kind of put it that way, right? I don't think, you right. know, I'm not trying to take anything away from the defense, but with Schrader being limited, I, I think that that helped play into the FSU defensive game plan. And uh, I think Florida State knew that he would be fairly limited. I think they knew that he wouldn't sure. be uh, 100%. And so I think that helped. That said, you still got to go out and execute. And Florida State went out and executed and, and played really, really well. So, so I don't mean to say that to take anything away from Florida State's defense. But you're going to play a quarterback in two weeks who has better scrambling ability than Garrett Strader. Sure. Um, you know, is more dynamic than anything you'll see against a, a Syracuse uh, type team. And so, you know, Florida State's going to go out and get a big win next week to get to eight and three. And then really it all comes down to what they do in, in two weeks against Florida. And, and that's really the litmus I, test. I will say this, though. I will say I did like the aggression um, that they took tonight. I mean, they really stacked that box. And, and Well, that defensive line – I mean, Pete, that defensive line was unreal. Yeah. I mean, they were and, so and good. So, so Lovett, I mean, to me, it always seems like, and I always harp on this, I think Lovett, number one, he's a coach on the field. Number two, I think he just gives them a little bit of an edge because if you notice, go back and look, they're going to double him. They're going to try to get a couple bodies on Coop. They can't contain those two. It's just mass, you know. You got mass right there. I think that makes a difference. For sure, and I, and I kind of like it showed up these last few games because the three-game kind of loss stint we had, you had a little bit of pressure, more pressure on Coop because he was being doubled. So I, I don't know. I, I Maybe it's just me, but I just noticed a little bit more than, than maybe I'm drinking a little bit of the Kool-Aid too there. My guy, uh, my guy Kurt, that works for the Osceola or works for the Osceola now, mentioned that and said that that this team is a different defense with um, Fabian Levitt there in the middle. And I tried to send yeah. waves and high fives to everybody in the in the top of the space. So if you got one, shout out to you. But uh, I I agree with that. I think that this team is different with Fabo in the middle. Now I will say that Fabo coming back also coincided with a pretty remarkable talent difference happening um, from the perspective of dropping from a, you know, Wake, NC State, and Clemson down to a Georgia Tech, uh, Miami, and Syracuse, which I, I do think Miami and Syracuse have a lot of talent, but I don't think that they're the same level as those other three teams. So I, I do think that, you know, the defense is definitely better with those guys in, but I don't think they're necessarily elite. I don't, you know, so for example, I don't know that Fabo changes the result in any one of those games. Does he make that weight game easier for FSU? Yes. Does he make that Clemson game easier for FSU? Yes. But I don't know that he necessarily changes the, the result of any of them. But I do think that Florida State's defense is way, way better and plays way more cohesive as a unit yeah. with him. So, like, both can be true at the same time, right? That is that is true. That's a good statement there. And I'll, I will say the McCallum tastes a little bit nicer tonight. My man. And, uh, and I am going to uh, sign off with you, my friend, and hopefully see you in a couple weeks, buddy. Man, let me know when you're here, brother. We'll do it. You got it. Take care, man. Thanks, Pete. Hey, shout out to Garnet Gold. I see them trolling on the uh, timeline. Retweet if your team hasn't given up a touchdown in two weeks. Uh, that's a lot of fun. So shout out Garnet Gold. Uh, I don't know. They must think they're TJ or something on the timeline. So we'll share that up in the top of the space. If you're shopping at Garnet Gold, of course, you can use code SPACES15 to save 15%. Shout out Garnet Gold and their support of FSU Athletics as well as this space. Buck and Knowles, Jim. Jim, I feel like it's been a while, man. Have you been on here before? I don't know if you – where you been, man? Yeah, man. Um, 
I'm the one that uh, called in that one day with uh, you and uh, uh, Josh, and you ended up sending me uh, Gramco, which was awesome, by the way. Now, I've sent a lot of people Gramco, so you have to narrow that down. But I hope you're doing well, man. <laughs> I was the one that was talking about how bad luck. Uh, Jim, oh my God, yes, you were the yeah. best call of all time. Listen, oh, thank you. If you guys, it just, if you guys true. miss, I mean, it's just true. I was just speaking the truth. Listen, <laughs> serious talk. Listen, I hate to do this, but how many people are in here? Let me look. I don't need that. Okay, seventy nine. That's fine. If you guys miss Jim's call, Jim had the best spaces call of all time. If you guys missed it and you didn't hear it. Shoot me a DM right now and just say like, hey, I missed Jim's call. And I'll send it to you. I'll send you what Jim's call was. I was in tears listening to Jim's call. Like it was that good. And looking back now, now the team's seven and three, you'll, you'll, you won't cry as much. I was in tears for happiness and sadness. But if you miss Jim's call, shoot me a DM right now and I'll I'll send it to you. But how you feeling now, man? I bet you're feeling better a little bit. I'm feeling a whole lot better about this season and the way everything's going and Norvell and the whole situation. I mean, and my opinion, just a bold statement, I think if we have both Lovett and uh, Verse healthy 100% for those three games, I think they win all three. That's that's my opinion, but but I I'm pretty sure we win at least eight of them. I mean, we, we'd, be, we'd be eight or nine wins right now. I mean, I don't disagree with you, man. I, I think that I think it's tough. I think those were three really, really good teams. I think that we. But they haven't lost a game with Lovett. I'm telling you. And they beat a good he, LSU team with him. He's a difference maker, isn't he? He's definitely a difference maker, and so is Hurst. Both of them. Remember, both of them were hurt against both Wake Forest and uh, NC State, I believe. That's when Burst got hurt at the beginning of the NC State game. Um, and Lovett didn't play that game either. Jim, I Lovett Jim didn't play any of the three games we lost. Jim, I got eight DMs right now saying I missed Jim's call. Please send it to me. I just want you to know I'm gonna have to go through all these. D- Listen, guys, I'll send it to you after the spaces. Like, let me get through the the show. I'll send it to you tonight before I go to bed. But I just want you to know, Jim, I got eight people asking. There's nine. There's ten. Yeah. There's shoot. I shouldn't have asked that. I should have just retweeted it and put it in the top of the space, but I'll send it to you guys all individually. Jim had the best call in spaces history. Yeah. But I do feel better, man. I'm telling you, but I do feel better. I feel much better right now. Hey, we're going to go get win number eight next week. And then in two weeks, we'll see what we can do against, uh, against Florida. Looking better, but I think we can take them too, as long as we can keep, um, Richardson in the pocket. I don't believe he can beat us from from uh, from the pocket. I 100% agree. We will probably not do a <laughs> six more DMs coming in. I got to send this out to 16 different. We might be have a 20 people group DM here in a minute. But uh yeah, I I uh yeah, I agree with that. I don't I don't think Richardson can beat us. I think their running game is really good. I'll say that. I think they've got a couple of really good running backs and, and I think they've got a running back playing quarterback. Um, that is really good. And um, so, you know, I think that uh, – What's been impressive you, with them is their offensive line has been really good. Their offensive they, line has been great. really good offensive and, – the interior. And their, their defense – line is really good. Now I'll say this. They played against two pretty bad offenses, but I think their defense has been good the last two weeks. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how they look against us. I do think that our offense is better than anything they've seen um, since probably Georgia. Um, so we'll see, but I I think Florida State's a better team than Florida. I'll I'll put that on record right now. Florida State is a better team than Florida right now. Absolutely, we have a better offense than Kentucky. Absolutely, we have a better offense. Who was the other team they lost to? It's like I don't know about Tennessee. Tennessee's pretty damn good offensively, but probably close to, to Tennessee as far as the way we're able to run and both pass, also. Maybe not as maybe not as con, as consistent as Tennessee is, but in that realm. Yeah, I like us against Florida. If we don't piss down our leg, right? Which that's a coach thirty thing, right? Don't piss down your leg. I yeah. think we win that game. I think we're better than Florida is. 
Uh, and I don't. All they got to do is move that big fat boy, number 21, out of the way and run straight up the middle on him. That's a big kid, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, man, 400. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jim, I appreciate you, my brother. All right, man. Good talking to you. Go Knowles. Go Knowles, buddy. I'm telling you, you guys that DM me, I will send you Jim's call afterwards. Hey, guys, we're doing a tailgate for the Florida-Florida State game. If you're coming to that game, shoot me a message, and I'll get you tailgate tickets. I'll get you tailgate information to your DMs. But shoot me a message. Just say, hey, I'm coming to – if you're if you're just really looking for Jim's call, shoot me a message saying you're looking for Jim's call. But if you're looking for uh, a tailgate spot for the Florida-Florida State game, Black Friday, sold-out crowd, and, and you want to hang out for that, shoot me a message. Uh, if you're on YouTube, shoot me an email, tj at doublefriesnoslaw.com, and we'll get you in, and we'll get you taken care of. Let's go through some of these comments here. Um, I Honestly, I'm not planning on being here super, super late. So if you have anything you want to talk about, if you have anything you want to shoot me a message about, or if you'd like to request and speak, you're more than welcome to do that now. A um, couple of questions here about the Knowles and the game. Here's a joke on Brian Kelly and his family. Love to hear that. Yeah, guess who's seven and three and what team is three and seven? Yeah, Jimbo at three and seven right now. That's pretty fun to watch and pretty fun to look at. Um, let's see what other questions we have, what other comments we have. Syracuse isn't nearly as bad as Miami. Yeah, so that's interesting. Syracuse is a good team, and, and it is interesting to see that Florida State absolutely dominated Syracuse. I do think that Schrader was somewhat banged up. I do think you were getting him in a good situation for the Knowles, and you were getting him kind of hurt, kind of a little bit hobbled. That was a good thing for the Knowles. But this is still a team that put 21 up on Clemson. This is still a team that put 24 up on Notre Dame. This defense held Pitt to 19 points. And you came out and did absolutely everything you wanted against Syracuse in this game tonight. Anything that Florida State wanted to do tonight, they did. If they would have wanted to put up 50 tonight, they would have. I think that Norvell was very content with getting guys out, with saving the roster and staying healthy down the stretch. It went to the half 21 to three. You scored immediately. I'm sorry, 24 to three. You scored immediately to make it 31 to three. You made it 38 to three on your next possession. And then from there, the game was over. You had three more drives. You didn't score again. But the Knowles could have done absolutely anything they wanted tonight on the road at Syracuse, which is really, really impressive. I thought the way that the Knowles came out and responded. How about this? How, how many times do you see a team win a massive game and just come out flat and just come out like they don't even have their heads on the right way? That just doesn't seem to be a problem with Norvell coach teams. Remember last year, the BC game, they got up on BC really early. They got up on BC and they were blowing them out early. And now BC did fight back in the second half. So hats off to them. I do think the refs were pretty bad in that game too. But I, I like the way that we come out and fight even after massive, massive rivalry wins. There doesn't seem to be a let off or a letdown or a whoops. We overlooked that team. Now Jackson State still happened, right? And you you went 0-4 to start the year last year. But since then, you're 12 and 6. 12 and 6 since you started 0-4. That's really freaking good. Just for the record. In that 12 and 6 span, five of those teams were favorites. So you you lost five times that you were supposed to lose. And you lost one time you weren't supposed to lose. And that was Wake Forest this year. But 
those three losses last year, you you were supposed to lose those three games, and you did. You kept it close. You kept it respectable. You've only lost one time that you weren't supposed to lose. That's really good. I think that might be what some would consider turning a corner. I think Florida State might be back to winning the games you're supposed to win. Wouldn't that be a relief? Wouldn't just that itself be a relief? If I just told you from now on, Florida State's going to win the games they're supposed to win, would that take some relief out of your Saturdays? If you stop losing to the Syracuses and the NC States and the Wake Forests and the Boston Colleges, Florida is always going to be a battle. Miami is always going to be a battle. Clemson's always going to be a battle. When you play teams like LSU and Georgia and Alabama, that's going to be a battle. And we get that. But what if we just turn the corner to where we don't lose to those teams we're not supposed to lose to anymore? What if we just don't lose to Syracuse anymore? What if we just don't drop games to Wake Forest anymore? That's turning a corner. That's a different era of football that we haven't seen in the last five years. Because going into games, I don't know if you guys remember, but Jimbo's last year in 2017, it took a Hail Mary to beat Duke. And so maybe we're at the point now where those games aren't a concern anymore. And you went on the road as a touchdown favorite, as a seven-point favorite tonight, and blew out a Syracuse team that didn't have a chance. There was not a snowball's chance in hell that they were beating you tonight. Maybe that's a new era of FSU football. Maybe that's a point that we can all kind of relish and we can all kind of say like, well, at least we're going to beat the teams we're supposed to beat. At least we're done toying with the crap teams of the ACC and we're just going to go out and beat the dog crap out of teams we're supposed to beat. That's where Florida State is right now. You look at the toss-up games on the schedule. They beat an LSU team that was a toss-up game. They beat a Louisville team that was a toss-up game. They lost to a Wake Forest in an NC State in a Clemson game that was a toss-up game, right? So they're 2-3 and three in toss-up games. But as far as teams that they're better than, they beat the absolute dog shit out of teams that they're supposed to dominate. BC beat down. Miami, beat down. Georgia Tech, beat down. Syracuse, beat down. Louisiana next week, going to be a beat down. I think Florida's another toss-up game. And you'd like to get to 3-3 three and three on your toss-up games, right? You beat Louisville, you beat LSU, you lost to Wake Forest, NC State, and Clemson. So you're 2-3 and three right now on your toss-up games. You beat Florida to go to three and three in your toss-up games, and you're three and three. And you finish with a nine and three record. The bowl result really doesn't matter, but it'd be really nice to sell 10 wins to recruits. It'd be really nice to sell we went from five to 10 to recruits. But I do think, and if I'm wrong on this, you guys can record it, you can screenshot it, you can send it out later. But I do think we've turned the corner to where when a bad team goes up against the Knolls, we beat the dog shit out of them. That's just what happens from now on. We're done with this middle-tier bullcrap where we play down to BC and we play down to Syracuse and we play down to Boise State and we play down to Georgia Tech. We're done with that. When we play a bad team, Mike Norvell puts his throw, his foot on their throat and beats the crap out of them. Because that's, what happened, that's what's happened every time this year. We haven't played a bad team this year that we didn't blow out. 
I think he senses the moment. I think he understands where this team is at. I think he understands where this fan base is at. And when we play a bad team, we're beating the crap out of them. Every time. Get ready for another blowout next week. One week from tonight, we're going to be talking about another blowout against Louisiana. Because that's what Mike Norvell does. We're blowing out the bad teams. You're going to go 50-50 in your rivalry games, in your toss-up games. That's just how football works. You know, Unless you're a truly elite team, you're going to go about 500 in your toss-up ones. But we're beating the crap out of teams that aren't as good as us. And that is a corner that's been turned. Because that wasn't the case two years ago. That wasn't the case three years ago. Heck, in 2017, like I said, you barely got by Duke. And you barely got by Wake Forest when Jimbo was here. I think a a corner has been turned with this program. I got four more DMs asking me for Jim's take. Shout out Charlie Ward. Shout out the GOAT in here hanging out on the spaces tonight. My man. Also want to shout out Gramco, thegramco.com. How much did Florida State win by? Here's what I'll do tonight. Florida State won 38-3. The next person to order from thegramco.com, use code TJ25. I will personally buy you. This is not coming from Gramco. I'll do it. Uh, I will personally buy you. I'll get you a $35 Gramco gift card. You need to order from thegramco.com. Use code TJ25. Shoot me a message once you put your order in, and I will hook you up personally with a $35 Gramco gift card as the Knowles win by 35, a score of 38-3 to against the Syracuse Orange. Uh, Question here in the DMs. Can you talk about Tate Rotomaker and him not looking excited at all? Um, Not looking exciting at all. Yeah, I mean, I think Tate came in as a backup and uh, in a game that was already over. I don't know. I didn't read Tate's body language too much. I don't I don't have a ton on that. I, yeah, I don't know. Don't know if he uh, – I don't know what Tate looked like in this game, man. I, I was too busy watching the scoreboard when we were winning by 30-something. So, yeah, Tate was probably bored like I was in the second half, which is uh, a good thing to have happen. Um, when you're beating a team by five touchdowns. Um, Another question here, Sam McCall. Yeah, no, so, okay, here's a good question. Yeah, so Sam McCall, after some questions, after some concerns around um, him transferring, him putting his name in the portal, um, yeah, I think it was good that he got in there and was able to make some plays. Uh, Do you have two forced fumbles tonight? Is Is that correct on the stat line? Um, I think it's good for, you know, Sam McCall to get in there. I think that, you know, he did have a little bit of a heart to heart with FSU staff, um, that kind of said like, Hey man, like here's, here's the situation kind of laid it out for him. And, And I thought that, you know, they did a good job with that. Yeah, without going super, super deep into that, I think that he's in a good spot right now to continue on with, 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 the Seminoles, and that's a really good, really good spot for him. I, yeah, let's let's not get super deep into that. But yeah, I think it's really good that he got in and got playing time. I think that was a concern of his. I think that he was upset with the playing time that he was getting, and um, it, it is good that he got in. Yeah, Texas A&M being three and seven, certainly something that uh, you know that is fun to cheer for if you're an FSU fan. All right, Shane, here's a good comment. We have to get better in these toss-up games. We have to look into the void games against the big bad boys. Otherwise, we're done playing with playing down to inferior opponents because it's been off. Okay, so you're right. Shane, I agree with you. We have to get better, and we want to be better than just 500 against these toss-up games, right? But here's the thing. I think as Florida State is getting back, as Florida State is continuing to improve or climb or whatever – terminology or phrase you want to put around it there is a progression and that progression goes from competing against those teams you should blow out to beating those teams to then blowing those teams out 
to then where you're at a point where you're, yeah, those 50-50 games are no longer 50-50 games, right? Next year against NC State and Wake Forest, those should not be 50-50 games anymore. Those should be games that Florida State goes in and wins. And so I agree with you. Yeah, Florida State has to be better. Which, Florida State's, to me, your toss-up games are always going to be about 500, right? You're, you're always going to go about 50-50 in games that are truly toss-ups. If you if things break your way, you might get a little lucky and you might go a little better than 500. But I, I think that essentially the way that college football works is when you have toss-up games, you're almost always going to go about 500. What I think Florida State needs to do is ha- stop having so many toss-up games. Have less toss-up games. Get your talent on your roster to a point where Wake Forest is no longer a toss-up game, where NC State is no longer a toss-up game. You go into next year's season and you play LSU, Florida, and Clemson, and those are your three toss-up games, and you win everything else. You go nine and three, or you, you win the other nine games, right? You win the other nine games because... Those are the only three toss-ups. And you got LSU and Florida and Clemson. You win two of those three, you're looking at 11 and one. You win one of those three, you're looking at 10 and two. That's where Florida State needs to get. It's not winning more toss-ups. It's eliminating the number of toss-ups you have. You play 12 games. If you have five toss-ups, you're going to go three and two or two and three. That's just how toss-ups work. So it's not about winning the toss. It's eliminating the number of toss-ups you have. Next year, you have three toss-ups. You have three 50-50 games, LSU, Florida, and Clemson. Outside of that, you should win your other nine games. If you lose any of those, it's a problem. So it's not necessarily to me about winning your toss. It's about eliminating the number of toss-ups you have. It's about getting to a point on your roster where you, in 1995, Florida State didn't look at anybody in the ACC and say, oh man, this might be a toss-up. Oh man, Wake Forest might. No, there wasn't none of that. Everybody in the ACC we played, we were beaten. And that should be the standard today. I understand where Clemson's at. So if Clemson's your one exception to that, I'm okay with that. But outside of Clemson, there are no toss-ups in this conference. You beat everybody in this conference, minus Clemson. I get it. But Clemson's a toss-up at this point. You've played them the last two years to a one-score game. I want to give a quick shout-out to Salomon Digital Marketing. They're up in the top of the space. If you can, give my guy TJ Salamone a quick follow. Anything you do to super follow him, if you do, goes back to our FSU NIL efforts, Salamone Digital Marketing. If you have a business and you are potentially looking for any kind of marketing services, shoot me a DM. I will personally coordinate a conversation between you and their CEO to see if their marketing services could help you. Again, it's Salamone Digital Marketing. I put TJ up as a speaker in the top of the space. If you would like any more information, you can give him a follow or you can contact me in my DMs. I'd be happy to help. Um, What else you guys got? You guys got anything else? Otherwise, I think it's time to to close this party down. Celebrate this win. Hopefully you guys are, listen, I don't know. I, I wish one person in here would tell me like, hey man, I'm a massive bourbon fan. I know my guy Hayes is, so Hayes doesn't count. But I poured a real, I poured a really good pour tonight. I poured a, so this bottle, it's called Midwinter's Night Midwinter Night Dram. It's the Act Act Nine, so it's last year's. Um, I want to say it goes for like eighty bucks, but on secondary, it's like two hundred fifty bucks. So I mean, it's a pretty good, pretty good little bottle that I poured. I hope somebody else is drinking something good tonight. I hope it's not just me. Four rows, single barrel, that counts. We'll take that. You're allowed to drink that one. But I hope other people 
are uh, are drinking something good. Somebody asked me about Armella taking the trip or why he didn't take the trip. I, I didn't realize he wasn't there. I can certainly do a little bit of digging there. I you know I don't know that Armella would have played um, tonight outside of a few massive injuries. But I can do a little digging there. I don't think there's any issues with Armella or anything like that. But, I, you know, I, again, I didn't realize he didn't make the trip. But I appreciate you asking just so I can dig a little bit there. Shout out my guy Sweep. My guy Sweep is, whew, he hasn't even had to pull out the re- reverse jinx this year for the Knowles. He saved that all for the for the Heat. Um, sweep, we might need you for the Gator game later in the year, but. Sweep, hopefully you're drinking something good. I saw you on the boat today. Shout out my guy, Sweep. Um, appreciate you, my man. <laughs> mm. That sip brought to you by Sweep. Um, Lagavulin, yeah. So you, you Scotch people, yeah. You're you're way over my head. You're way more, uh, way more savvy. Yeah, we don't want Georgia. The people in the comments saying we want Georgia, that is not the real that is not a real thing. We we don't want Georgia at this point. Hey, I wouldn't mind. Okay, I'll say this and I'll get out of here. Again, I gave a shout out to Salomon Digital Marketing. I gave a shout out to uh Garnet Gold, Spaces 15, say 15%, and then Gramco, the Gramco.com, TJ25. Um, I wouldn't hate playing Bama in a bowl game. Is that sound crazy, y'all? Is that crazy? Maybe I'm crazy on that. Bring Bama on. I think we beat Bama. I think we got a better quarterback than Bama. I know they love Bryce Young, but Jordan Travis is a freaking great quarterback. Charlie, Charlie, I see you in here. Let's see if I can get Charlie on. Let me just, let me see. I think Jordan Travis is really good, guys. Like, like phenomenally good. I'd love to hear what Charlie has to say about Jordan Travis. Charlie, I don't know if you have like 30 seconds to speak or not. I'm going to send you an invite. If you if you have time, great. If not, no worries, man. I don't mean to bug you on uh on your night off, but man, the way that Jordan Travis commands the offense and the way that he I don't know. All right, Charlie, you're in here. I got Charlie Ward on here, which is kind of crazy, but um, how you doing, my man? I'm doing well, TJ. How are you? I'm good, man. It's good to get another win. It's always good when you when you secure a winning season. Can you talk to me a little bit about Jordan Travis? What do you what do you see out of his game? Uh, when you've been in offense for a few years, you start to understand all the nuances of the offense. And I think that's what you're starting to see now with Jordan, um, with him making the decisions that he's making and, you know, him having a hand in what may go in the game plan. You know, all that comes with uh, having stability and being in the system. That, uh, I think that goes unnoticed and unappreciated sometimes uh, when a player or a team is struggling. Um, and, and it's the same with the defense. You know, early in the year, you know, they had some ups and downs on some, some certain games and certain times. But what you're starting to see now is guys finding their roles and, and, and finding – uh, understanding where they're supposed to be. Um, and so it's it's just great to be able to see us playing this way uh, consistently. Are there ever times that Jordan takes off running and you kind of think back and say like, holy crap, that looks like me. <laughs> like, do you ever kind of look at it and say like, man, that's a play that I would have made. Or, you know, it, it reminds me of when I did this or did that. Um. I mean, there's some times like that, but uh, I just, 
I just like the way he's been playing and he's been accurate a lot more this year um, on the run. And he's made decisions to throw the football, which uh, I think that's what he wanted. He, he, want, he would like to do. Um, I know a lot of people label me as a runner. Um, I wasn't a runner. I was a guy that used my legs to uh, extend plays and get first downs when needed. And I see that in Jordan now more so than anything. Um, he's finding ways to extend plays with his legs, but he's also keeping his eyes down the field and guys are getting open. Yeah, he's done a really good job of, you know, in the last few years, he's been pretty run heavy. But he's done a good job this year, like you just said, keeping his eyes open downfield. Um, he just seems so calm and cool. Even when he makes a mistake or has a turnover, he bounces back so quick. And can you just speak to that a little bit? Like, what, what do you think it is that keeps him so – like, he doesn't seem to let one mistake turn into another. You know, he just – if he makes a mistake or he has a turnover, he just gets right back out there and – just kind of keeps it going. And, you know, I mean, is that just, that's just how you have to be as a quarterback, or I don't know if you've, if you've spoken with him at all or not, or know anything about Norvell's system, but I think that's what I've been most impressed with him about is he may make a mistake here or there because we're all human and we all screw up, but I man, he just comes back like it, it doesn't even bother him and he just kind of keeps going. Well, most times that's what, you, that's where you have to be as a quarterback if you're going to excel and go to the next level. Uh, or any player uh, that makes a mistake. Uh, you, you can't dwell on it, and you have to continue to move forward. Uh, but one of the things, you know, I've seen in Jordan this year is his confidence has grown because he's put in a lot of time and effort uh, and work, you know, in the offseason, uh, film study. Not saying he didn't do that last year, uh, but he's matured. Um, you know, and we all should mature from year to year. Um, and so it's just good to see him uh, playing at this level, making great decisions, you know, within the offense. But, you know, to be honest, it, it helps to have a great running game. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and the offensive line is doing a much better job uh, than they did last year because they have some new guys and the guys is, uh, that came back have matured as well. And, and they've taken on that leadership. So when you have a great balance as far as having a great run game, it makes the pass game so much easier or vice versa. Um, and so this year we've kind of established the run as our uh, bread and butter. And we use the run game to uh, open up things for uh, in the passing game. And so that's been a great uh, blessing to be able to see see that you know, over the course of this season, uh, regardless of who we, who we play, you know, people say well, we're playing certain defenses and teams. Uh, we've been able to run the football the past five games. Um, yeah. And so and that, and some of those def defenses we run the ball against been, you know, top tier. So it's not just, um, you know, bad teams, but they're doing it consistently and, that's what you need if you're going to go to the next level, for sure. Charlie, I want to ask you this, and I'll let you go, and maybe we'll maybe we'll wrap up on this. But um, man, we we know we have Louisiana next week, and you know you don't want to overlook any opponent. But we're fans, and we don't have to play next week, so I don't care about overlooking an opponent. But um, you play Florida in two weeks, and I know you made a big play in that Florida game that gets replayed every year. You're, you're past to Warwick down the sideline in 93. Um, can you talk to me about like how you keep your emotions in check, even though that game itself is kind of larger than life and, and really like what your advice would be to, to those kids that will play in that game in, uh, in two weeks. Uh, well, they just got finished playing in one, uh, which which was, as we saw, was impressive. And that was on the road. Um, and Florida would be very similar. You know, you just have to control your emotions. 
because the team that does will get to the game faster, yeah. uh, get in the game faster. Uh, once you can get to a point where your emotions are in control because of the hype around the game and the robbery. And, and so that plays a big part in, you know, who, who's going to hit first and uh, who's going to make the plays uh, first is the team that can control their emotions. And you saw that uh, when we were in Miami, uh, that was very, that's what you want to, you, you want to control your emotions, go out and play the game the right way. Uh, the things that you practice, that's what you want to make sure you're executing instead of getting in any trash talking and all that other kind of stuff that happens. Uh, you go out and just, you know, smack people in the mouth. And that, that's the way you trash talk. And I don't see that being any different uh, in the Florida game, you know, when you talk about a robbery. Uh, the good thing about Florida State is we have two robbery games. So that's always, you know, a positive uh, to be able to have those. And I know one of our goals when we were in school was we we, we wanted to um, be state champions. Um, and so we still have that option on the table for this year. And, and hopefully we can, you know, pull it off. Did you, uh, all right. So I lied to you. Um, I'll ask you this one. And I'll let you go. Did it, uh, who did you like being, who did you like being more between Miami and Florida? Uh, it didn't matter. I mean, that's, we wanted to win the game. So we just like beat, we wanted to beat everybody. <laughs> uh, I'll take it, man. I'll Miami take it. Florida. <laughs> You know, whoever we play, we want to win the game. And so, you know, it's always good when you can win those in, those in-state robbery games because you have bragging rights. And and so we were, I know our two years, we lost to Miami. That was the only team. And and so, you know, I still eat at, eat, eat at many. Every time I watch the game, you know, how many opportunities we missed. Uh, in the red zone or whatever it was, plays that we missed in that game in order not to even tie the game. Um, but you want to beat both teams, you know, when it's all said and done. Like I said, you want to be state champs. And that's one of the goals I know we always set um, outside of winning, you know, the ACC and the national championship. Um, but you want to win both, both games. That's always our goal. Yeah, absolutely. Charlie, uh, tell the people what you got going on right now. We'll wrap up with this. Tell the people what you got going on right now, how they can support you, and uh, you know, kind of what you got going on in life right now. I know, I know you're doing a lot of things, but I'll let you talk about it, and then we'll get out of here. Oh, uh, I'm a head boys basketball coach at Florida High down here in Tallahassee. Yeah. And uh, so we're getting ready to get our season started uh, next week. And um, we, I have an award family foundation uh we're actually in the process of getting ready to uh, partner with uh uh what is it god's pit crew which is um they help provide um different things a bucket for bucket of uh, items for disaster relief and so our family foundation is getting ready to raise funds for that through our, we do a FSUS Cares uh, basketball uh, classic, which is next next Thursday and Friday, and all the uh, proceeds will go towards uh, all the proceeds at the door will go towards uh, you know that that effort of being able to help those that have lost um, items in uh, the hurricanes here in our state. So uh, that's kind of what we're doing. Um, but looking forward to another great year and and doing different things. Uh, but there is a uh, getting ready to put something out here shortly. So on my Instagram page, so be on alert. Uh, that's coming down the pipe next month. So just be on the alert. Yeah. Just a little teaser. Absolutely. Well, man, I'll shoot you a message so we can get that all, all that information, all that information and we can share it out on our platforms as well and, and try and help out as much as we can. But Charlie, I appreciate you for hanging out, my man. Oh, my pleasure.
Thanks, buddy. Go Knowles. I, I enjoy this space. Yes, sir. Thank you, buddy. All right. You have a good one. Go Knowles. Go Knowles, buddy. Appreciate Charlie Ward. FSU's first Heisman. Didn't didn't know that was gonna 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 pop up, but uh, appreciate Charlie for coming on. Hey guys, we've been on for a little over an hour. Appreciate you guys for hanging out again. Give my guy TJ Salomon up at the top of the space a follow. Uh, if you're shopping at Garnet and Gold, you should use code SPACES15 to save 15%. And you ought to be using the Garnet and Gold discount TJ25 to save 25% there. Appreciate you guys for hanging out. The Knolls get to seven and three. Their Vegas over-under was six and a half. And so they've already overachieved there. We'll be back on Sunday with a short YouTube video at some point. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube. Thank you guys for hanging out. Appreciate you guys' support. Appreciate Charlie Ward for jumping on and those that support us. It feels good to be a winner. Seven and three, Knowles. We'll talk to you guys soon. Go Florida State. If you're here on the YouTube, if you're still watching, make sure you hit that thumbs up. Like the video. It helps tremendously. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. We got 38 people in here. Stats say that 80% of people that watch videos are not subscribed. That means something like 25 of you are not subscribed to the video. Hit subscribe if you're watching right now. Make sure you thumbs up the video. Leave a comment. We will talk to you guys soon. Go Knowles. Go Knowles and go Knowles. Thank you guys. Take care.